Don't you just love carbs? I know I do. Welcome to the podcast, Eat Plants, Feel Whole, a program designed to help you harness the healing power of plants and to transform your health. I'm your host, Todd Chobatar. I serve as the publisher and editor-in-chief at Advent Health Press. And today, we're talking to lifestyle medicine specialist, Dr. George Guthrie, about his book, Eat Plants, Feel Whole. Dr. Guthrie, welcome. It's a pleasure to be here, Todd. I have to tell you, I'm uh, a little bit scared to have our conversation today because I think you're going to tell us the good news and the bad news about carbs. And I just got to tell you, I love my carbs. Yeah, they I, make me feel so good. Are you going to tell me that I got to cut back on my carbs? I, good point. I, as I think about it, I, I think one of my favorite cartoons, you know, from mm -hmm. the past, we all kind of have our favorites, is is of um, you remember the old parking meters, right? So yeah, you put absolutely. in the coin, right? Yeah. And the parking meter happens to be just outside a pastry shop, and there's a rather plump, fluffy, fluffy. Lady we've used that term. Hanging on to the to the uh, parking meter and stretched out being pulled horizontally into the, <laughs> into the pastry shop. Clearly against her will. It's clearly against her will, but those carbs do have a pull, don't they? They do have a pull. I know they do for me. They improve the serotonin in our brain. They tend to make us happy, and they tend to drive us to eat more carbs, which can be a problem. What, what exactly are carbs? I mean, give me the, the not, not the too scientific breakdown, but basically, what is a carb? Uh, carbs mm -hmm. are sugars, mm -hmm. and it, it includes both the simple sugars and what might be called complex sugars. Mm -hmm. So simple sugars are usually one or two rings of carbon mm -hmm. connected together. They touch our taste buds, and they're sweet. Complex carbs are many more strings of sugars. Mm -hmm. And we tend to call those starches or complex carbohydrates. And why do I need carbs? They're important for energy. They're our body's preferred energy source. So whatever mitochondria in whatever cell in your body is looking for carbs so it can turn it into the ATP that makes energy, that makes the cell do what it's supposed to do. So I suppose that if you tell me or, or, or that if I tell you that one of my favorite choices for breakfast is a donut, is that a good carb or is that a bad carb? It's named do not for a reason. All right. <laughs> I think we'd call that a bad carb. A bad carb. Mm -hmm. All right. And the reason? Okay. The uh, carbohydrates, when they go in so fast... Mm -hmm tend to raise the blood sugar. They tend to stimulate inflammation in the body. In mm -hmm. essence, too much, too fast, tends to cause a, a, a bunch of problems. Mm -hmm. In the body. In the body, yeah. mm. Besides so, that, you'll tend to gain weight, right? Uh, I've noticed that, Because yeah. as we take those carbs in, it drives the insulin up, and that tends to make us get larger. So... Uh, speaking of which, and I, I, I hate to bring this up, you mm -hmm. told me a story once. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I think it was maybe a joke about mm -hmm. uh, about donuts, since that was something that I brought up uh, before. Yes, They're, they seem to be so addicting, aren't they? Uh -huh. It's it about a fellow who was trying to lose weight. That right? was it. Yeah, he was trying to lose weight, and he was on his way home from the office, and he often would stop by 
the donut shop. Mm-hmm. But he decided he better pray about it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he said, um, Lord, I'm really trying to lose weight. Um, and But I know donuts, they're, they're so good. Uh, look, if it's okay for me to have a donut, uh, make a, pay, a parking spot in front of the donut shop. Mm-hmm. So uh, he went past... And uh, sure enough, the fifth time around the block, there was a parking <laughs> spot. <laughs> the fifth time around the block. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it does tend to be quite, they do tend to be quite addicting and, and to pull us in. Mm. So tell me, though, uh, on the essential side, you say we need the good carbohydrates. So give me a little bit about that process. Let's and talk we... about the good, bad carbohydrate okay. part, okay, before we talk about essential, because that's kind of something a little separate but important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good carbs are the ones that are going to go into the body slowly. Bad carbs are the ones that are going to go in fast, cause the raise of insulin, the raise of cholesterol, and, and a lot of the problems that tend to come. So it's not that all simple carbohydrates are bad. It's mm-hmm. just that when we get too much of them, it tends to be a problem. So the package we take them in. For example, a sugar beet it could be cooked and eaten and it wouldn't have the negative impact that straight beet sugar would have. I mean, the manufacturers turn it into sugar, turn it into candy, and that stuff tends to go in a whole lot faster if you eat it in the beet. It's not that sugar is bad. It's not that carbohydrates are bad. It's when we separate them out by themselves so they go in so much quicker. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. Uh, we talk a lot about the sugary drinks for example, yes. sodas, yep. and a lot of people will try to switch to, you know, a sugar-free uh, drink, mm-hmm. and they and we still think in our culture that um, fruit juice, orange juice, let's say, mm-hmm. is a a perfect breakfast food, and mm-hmm. it can count as in the, some of the food calories as uh, you know, you get a fruit. I drank my orange juice. Well, it ends up that some of the later studies, the more recent studies, are demonstrating us that to us that when you take a sugary drink. Orange juice, grape juice, you know, those types of things where the fruit, the juice is taken out of the plant, the fiber, and, and, and you're just left with the sugar and the water and the flavor, that those things tend to have the same negative effects as, as soda does. Hmm. It's just going in too fast. In essence, good carbs are best defined, at least in my mind, mm-hmm. as those that are still within the plant. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the scientists, when they study this, will look at complex carbohydrates and mean starches, which they've refined out. I don't want to go that direction. It's actually the whole plant before it's, you, know, you refine the starches out. Yeah, that can cause trouble too. But when you eat it as the whole plant, you're much less likely to have the same trouble with carbohydrates. So I'm going to call those the good carbs. Okay. And I think that's great for me to know also as a parent mm-hmm. of young kids because uh, it does seem to me, or at least I, I maybe I've picked this up from popular culture, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I'd be better off to go out and get a large uh, bottle of, of juice to be able to give the kids, you know, a natural juice as opposed to Better to take the pop. apple than the apple juice. Better to yeah. have the orange than the orange juice. It's just a principle. It's not that you can never have those things. It's not that they're bad. It's just that they carry some of the same risks. Mm, good to know. All right. So good carbs, bad carbs, that mm-hmm. gives me a better understanding of mm-hmm. that. Now, what about the essential nature of carbs? <clears throat> That's interesting. It's a field that nutrition doesn't know a lot about. Mm-hmm. There are a few kind of studies that are 
unmasking, if you will, mm -hmm. some carbohydrates that are essential. And most of these essential uh, carbohydrates attach to the end of a protein arm and something in our body that's trying to do an important job. And it just doesn't work as well if that isn't there, for example. The immune system, for example, needs fucose in order to really do well. Fucose is kind of one of those odd and strange sugars. If you are getting refined, you're going to be missing that if you eat it in the whole plants. That's probably one of the reasons, and this is not completely understood yet, probably why uh, whole grains seem to be protective against diabetes. You know, we know a lot of white bread is not good. It right. makes the blood sugar go up way too fast. So a lot of people who are trying to treat diabetes will try to get off of carbs. Indeed, what they should be taking is the complex carbs where it's actually still in the plant. Mm -hmm. And those will supply the necessary, the essential carbohydrates, at the same time release the sugars more slowly and not do the stress on the body. Hmm. Now, you have, in, in, in your book, you have a story in there of someone that you worked with very early in yes. your career that, that kind of uh, uh, gives a good illustration. Excellent of this. illustration of what yeah. we're talking about here. <clears throat> I was working on the island of Guam early in mm -hmm. my career. Mm -hmm. Uh, where America's days begin, you know, it's on the other side of the of the uh, dateline, makes it kind of interesting. I had an island gentleman come in uh, to the office. He actually came in with his wife first, and she had some health problems, which I helped her with, and he appreciated the the care. And he came back himself a couple of days later. And he said, you know, you treated my wife so well, I, I thought I would come back and ask for some help. He was complaining of some knee pain. I could tell by looking at him that his... Uh, he was overweight. His blood pressure was elevated. And it looked like he had this, we were talking about metabolic syndrome. Yes. So like diabetes, overweight, hypertension, and likely his cholesterol was elevated. So I ordered some laboratory tests. And he came back the next week. We went over those. And yes, he had diabetes. Didn't know it. Yes, he had hypertension. Well, we told him. And yes, his cholesterol was terrible. And his knees were hurting him. And he said, Doc, what can I do? And I said... Simeon, this is a, an important time for you. In five years, you can be in a wheelchair, or in five years, you can be healthy. It really depends on what you do now. Mm. And let me point you in the right direction. First, I said, let me apologize to you for what the white man has done to you. The white man brought uh, white flour, highly refined, white sugar, soda pop, uh, dare I mention Spam, which is an, uh, an island favorite, right? Mm -hmm. um, Crisco, know uh, you know, the, the, the uh, vegetable oils that are, that are highly refined. And indeed, to the islanders has come all the kind of diseases of the Western world in spades. I mean, it's just, there's, there, it's just all over the place. Uh, I, I think numbers I heard, it's over 50% of adults in the uh, Marshall Islands, for example, have, wow. uh, have type 2 diabetes. Hmm. So in essence, it's the Western people that have done this, I told Stephen, and to your people. I, I need to apologize for that. What you need to do to get better is to go back to the way your people ate before. Dig up, uh, eat the taro root, eat the, uh, the taro greens, climb the coconut tree, eat the coconut, catch the fish, eat the fish you caught, mm -hmm. and stop all this refined stuff that the white man has brought to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Simeon actually, he did it. I, I appreciated that. I, he was back six weeks later or so. He had gone back 
uh, to his island, where he happened to be, I was surprised to find out, a senator. Oh, okay. And out in front of the, uh, you know, the government buildings, they had built a track with a, you know, a place to play games and whatnot. Well, he was coming out of his office, going down and walking, and he lost weight. His cholesterol came down. His blood pressure came down. And, and I've shared with you, his knee pain went away. Mm-hmm. He was one happy guy. He did so well, and his fellow senators were so pleased that they, and impressed, that they made him head of the health committee. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes. That's quite a turnaround. That was, that was an incredible turnaround. But to me, it drives a very important point. We tend to get way too many carbs in our, in our diet. I agree with people who are going low-carb diet and they're getting rid of those do-nots. There's a good reason to do that. But they shouldn't be getting rid of all carbs. They need to be using whole plant carbs. They need to be using the good carbs. When they get it as close as they can to the way it's grown, to the way God made it, it's going to be a lot better for them, and healing can take place. It's not like you can't have any carbs. You actually need carbs to live and be healthy. They just need to be the good carbs, not the bad carbs. Hmm. Telling that story of, uh, you said it's, it was Sim- Simeon, Simeon, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Simeon's story. Uh, it, it makes me think also of this quote that you listed in your book from Dr. Michael Greger, who said, we should all be eating fruits and vegetables as if our lives depended on it because they do. I like to say it this way. Yeah. The fruit, the whole fruit, and nothing but the fruit. So help me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good prescription. Mm-hmm. A good prescription for health. All right. Dr. Guthrie, thank you very much for taking us through this. Uh, You know, in the back of your book, I've got a copy of it here Mm -hmm. with me right now. You have a number of free giveaways uh, that folks can access, and one of them is a shopping list. On the web, yeah. On On the the web. Mm -hmm. So if people go to eatplantsfeelwhole.com and sign up for the newsletter, they can get uh, a number of free bonuses, but one of them is this shopping list that people can print out or they can have on their phone and they can take it with them to the grocery store. Now, why do you recommend something like that for your patients? Well, if you're going to be eating healthy food, you probably better shop for healthy food. Mm -hmm. And when you go to the grocery store, it's nice to have a list of things that are healthier, especially when it's matched up with a series of uh, kind of nice recipes that uh, helps you make good choices and enjoy your food at the same time. And as, as beneficial as that shopping list is for what's on it, I think uh, from our discussion today, it can be equally beneficial for the things that people won't find on that shopping list, right? That's correct. They're going to find themselves much more in the periphery and much less on the middle aisles. I've, I've heard that uh, mentioned before. Just for, for our listeners who might not be familiar with that concept, what's the reasoning behind the, the, uh, the periphery versus the internal? Well, in the grocery stores, at least the ones that I frequent, it it seems that the produce section, the whole food, the unprocessed food, is actually kind of set out somewhere near the entrance and on the periphery. And then you kind of go through the aisles and see all the refined things. So um, I know there's some good things in the aisle, too. I think your canned beans are excellent, and Mm -hmm. I find uh, whole grain rice in those middle aisles, too. But think about it as spend more time in the periphery and less in the middle. Getting that fresh produce. Mm -hmm. Very good. Dr. Guthrie, thank you so much for sharing with us today. You've been listening to the Eat Plants, Feel Whole podcast, a limited edition 15-part series where our goal is to help you harness the healing power of plants and to transform your health. If you would like to find out more about Dr. Guthrie and his work, 
you can visit eatplantsfeelwhole.com. And if you would like to find other resources that can help you to live whole in mind, body, and spirit, please visit adventhealthpress.com. And while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter where you'll get healthy living tips along with leadership wisdom and always some free giveaways. I've been your host, Todd Chobatar. Thank you for joining us today.